Professor Anon Menon, who's a Professor of European Politics and Foreign Affairs at the King's College London. Anon, hi. Hi, how are you doing? I'm, I'm well. It's good to have you, have you with us. How do you weigh up what's going on with this latest move by Emmanuel Macron? He's, he's been calling for a strategic presence for the European Union for a long time. He, he sees France being maybe the biggest player in that, in that now. Is it, has it got a chance of actually gaining ground, that whole idea, Anon? Uh, well, I think you're absolutely right. France sees the opportunity, particularly now that we've left, to be the leader when it comes to European security ambitions. And I think, secondly, the actions of President Biden in Afghanistan have been a bit of a wake-up call for Europeans. But uh, the problems remain as they always are, which is French ambitions are not the same as European Union decisions. Yeah. And whilst President Macron might say we need to do more on defence. The problem the EU faces is member states are profoundly divided about whether the EU should do more and if it should, what it should do. Yes. And there's no sign of consensus breaking out between them. That's interesting. I mean, is it right to say that Germany have moved closer uh, to Emmanuel Macron's way of thinking on this? Uh, they've certainly moved closer rhetorically. I mean, there are many EU member states that talk a very good game when it comes to security. It's noticeable that many of the ones that talk the best game spend the least on defence. So there's a, there's a mismatch, if you like, between rhetoric and actions when it comes to talking about European defence. But if you look, I mean, take one obvious indicator. Some EU member states are absolutely appalled by the idea that European defence cooperation might come at the expense of NATO. Because if you're Poland, if you're Romania, if you're the Baltic, States, yeah. you see NATO in the United States is absolutely fundamental to your security. There are other member states who see European defence cooperation as a way of escaping the yoke of American dominance of NATO. So on that very basic level, there's a really profound philosophical division. And isn't that enough then to, to just stop this whole idea from taking off? Just, just stop it on the runway? If you've got these East European members of the European Union who just aren't that keen on this whole idea, who just see NATO as the way to, uh, for Europe to express itself militarily and, and strategically, I mean, it needs, it needs them to back it for anything to happen, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I think, therefore, what, what the, all you will get in the European Union, which is all we've had over the last 20 years, are very small tentative steps towards greater coordination, perhaps the more effective use of money to build collective defence capabilities. But that's all, all it's going to be. Mm. Actually, I must say that, frankly, I find the idea that France is going to let the EU use its United Nations Security Council seat a little bit laughable. I think France wants to be seen as representing the European Union on the Security Council, sure. Right. But the notion that Paris is about to give up that seat or somehow share it with other EU member states, I think is for the birds. That's, that is interesting, interesting too. And, and to hear our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, saying that uh, President Macron or France should donnez-moi a, a break. I mean, given that Emmanuel Macron has enough problems of his own on his plate, that's just going to have steam coming out of his ears in the Elysee Palace. It is, and actually I think the thing to watch is there was a call this afternoon between Macron and President Biden where... The sense was that the Americans accepted the fact that they should have coordinated better with the French. The danger for Boris Johnson is he ends up blindsided and that the Americans feel that they have treated the French badly and softened their position. But yes. that's, that's for down the line. You're absolutely right. The tone of Boris Johnson's remarks will do nothing to soothe the, the sort of intense fury that is obviously burning away in Paris yeah. at the moment. You've got to think that that sort of language is maybe born out of Boris Johnson. Just enjoying his, his preeminence at the moment, that he can say or feel that he's, he's best buddies with Biden in a way that the, uh, the French are not just now. Absolutely. And you've also got to wonder whether this is a Prime Minister who's who is perhaps making the mistake of thinking that the style that does him quite well electorally at home is going to win him friends abroad. <laughs> right. Anon Menon. Good to talk to you as always.